trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides rob andy and randy and sometimes a guest Welcome to Talkin' Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. And I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And this week, we will be judging a round one matchup in the breakfast sandwich showdown between the famous public market Scott's 2 <laughs> Flower City Bread Company versus what? Balsam Bagels. This is a matchup of heavyweights. Now, you may have noticed that we had to change the name of the restaurant that we tasted our first breakfast sandwich from, and that is because Scott's 2 was closed. So we, we've been talking a little bit about this because there's been articles about how they closed, how they opened. We got some second and third-hand information that they were back open, but it seems like maybe they closed again. We're not really sure what happened. We're not exactly plugged in at the public market. Uh, but the morning we were going to meet there, we had a plan. We were going to have Randy pick up the balsam bagels, bring them to the public market. We'd get the Scots too and eat them there. We kind of changed our plans and said we'd take them to a park instead because we didn't know about seating. Turns out seating was fine. We had a whole table. <laughs> but um, when, when we first got there, before we got there, I sent a text making a joke being like, this place is totally going to be closed, right? And then I got a call from Rob when I was in the parking lot and they were closed. So Rob kind of set the scene for us about what happened at the market this weekend. So I, I went in to, to check out Scott's too. I got there a little early to, to scout out Scott's and I walked into the main, the new like fully enclosed building where I, I ran into a, an old volleyball former teammate that I haven't seen in probably like 10 years who immediately remembered my name and I'm really bad with names. So I forgot um, his initially, um, but he like runs a farm now. And I was like, Hey man, like we're going to Scott's. He's like, Oh yeah, they're not open. But then he recommended Zimmerman's, which we also didn't go to. Um, and so we wandered around and, and found flower city. And that was another place that, that has come kind of highly, you know, highly regarded uh, breakfast sandwich place. We wanted to go somewhere in the market. So as we were in line though, at flower city, somebody that we went to college with was there, you know, just with his family. And he's like, Oh yeah, they, they still do sell Scott's sandwiches, maybe in like a little kiosk and a little bit. And we're just like, whatever, it's, it's too late. We're already in line here. So we're going to flower city. <laughs> so the public market has been represented. We did our due diligence in that yeah. department and uh, we'll see what happens with this matchup. I, I know I personally had a tough time making a final decision on this matchup, but uh Rob, do we want to introduce our guest and, and get his Samstery? I think it's a great idea. Welcome back to the pod, Pat. What's up, guys? Super happy to be back. It's been a while. Uh, I'm excited. This is especially for th these types of food. This is this is fun. Pat, our first guest ever. Welcome. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so so pad would you like to tell us a little bit about your breakfast samstery i i would love to um yeah breakfast sandwiches in general are probably my like i i would say my tier list is number one burgers like when we're talking about like going out to for like things to eat uh and number two honestly is probably breakfast sandwiches it is like my next favorite thing to get if i'm going to go out some to a restaurant to get something a a nice fresh breakfast sandwich especially in the morning is the best i i treat myself like once every two weeks or so like on my way to work i'll, I'll leave just maybe like 20 minutes early just to stop either there's a dunkin donuts like down the street from where i work or even on my way out of, out from my neighborhood there's a 7-eleven not too far and they actually have decent like uh decent breakfast sandwiches so like i said like every two weeks or so i uh i grab one of those it's awesome love it um uh Pat, I feel like you you chose two places that we did not do for this competition, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts and 7-Eleven. Are we adding another bracket? I know Rob is yes, uh, for sure, because no. he loves adding brackets. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to guess, well, we'll see how this turns out today, right, Pat? Yeah, I mean, I would say they're they're both probably pretty similar to some other things that you have represented on here. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a huge need to, but 
it also means you just get to go out and eat a couple more breakfast sandwiches, yeah. which is not a terrible idea. So yeah, th- those sort of sound like the they fall in the category of what we did the first week, like the fast food chain type, you know, the more convenience type of breakfast sandwich versus the majority of the entrants, which are hopefully a little more high end. But uh, <laughs> there, there's a lot of value in those too. We all we all had high hopes for those first round entries last week, and uh, yeah, I and I can't. I can't even really say the 7-Eleven breakfast sandwich is actually like good. It's like or convenient because you have to go in. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yes, and it's like I, I feel like the closest analogy is like, uh, you know, like the like like oven pizzas or like the like toaster oven pizzas that you know are just like kind of terrible, but you for some reason you just still love them. Uh, that that is very much like what the 7-Eleven breakfast sandwiches are. I can like. totally. Know- I- totally understand what you're saying about like those those types of foods they're just a part of your life and they're you're just going to keep eating that pizza yep exactly but yeah uh my go i would say my standard go-to breakfast sandwich is probably croissant and then either sausage or bacon uh and then obviously the egg and cheese um that's that's probably just like the my most consistently ordered um, and I'd probably say it more, it's probably like 60, 40 bacon to sausage is usually what I go to. Um, but yeah, it's good. It, like I said, I love it. Pat, can I ask you about a more recent chapter of your Sam story? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So last week, the guest was Silky Chris, also known as your brother. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned, uh, we were talking about laments about which places we wish we had entered. And so I mentioned that Taco Bell probably has a great, unsung breakfast sandwich because they're so recently in the game and he said also don't forget about wendy's and so i texted him i was like have you ever actually had wendy's and he said no but you kind of sing its praises and what happened this week was to date the podcast i suppose it's march madness and wendy's was promoting the chicken biscuit the maple butter chicken biscuit and they said you get a free one on thursday friday saturday or sunday Mm-hmm. I swung by Friday morning as one does for a free breakfast sandwich and I had it and I was wondering because this was a place that didn't make it in a third place Randy we should enter the bracket um, <laughs> but what do you like Wendy's breakfast because I, I did have an experience recently I do so actually when Wendy's like first like whatever weekend it was where they first launched their breakfast I went out that weekend and got like four five different sandwiches and had you know me and me and my wife split and we like cut them in half and like just tried them all um and it's pretty solid i, I wouldn't say it's my favorite I, I would say there there's three to me that are really good and it's it's the two um like chicken sandwiches that they have for breakfast i think chicken the chicken for breakfast is kind of like especially in this region is very like uh it's not common and it's very underrated it, it's a that's a strong showing um, so, and I think Andy, the one that you're talking about that they're giving away for free, that was like the honey butter chicken yeah. sandwich. I think, uh, that one's really good. I like that one. And I'm forgetting now what the other chicken sandwich was. I think it's like a maple bacon chicken, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, yeah, and that one was good. Biscuit was the one I tried. It, it just seemed like almost too much to me, like, cause they slathered so much butter onto an already buttery biscuit. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they had just left it plain, it would have been good. I, I don't know. I think. I think I'll have to check back in sometime and try something else. I mean, something called the breakfast baconator. Yes. That, I mean, it's got to be good. That was the third one I was going to say. And to me, that one is like, like that's heavy. If you're getting that, like do not get anything else. Cause that's going to, that's going to weigh <laughs> Like eating a double burger or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, a, I, yeah, I was just curious about that because he had, he had mentioned that, that you talked about it. And since, I mean, that's that's what we do on this podcast currently is just fixate and focus and talk about breakfast sandwiches and get one a week and then also get them on the weekend so 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 the other my other like one of my favorites especially thinking of like the fast food places and this one again I do not believe it made it into the bracket but was Burger King Burger King was actually like one of the ones of fast food where because I'm a I I love the croissants and so that's like their go-to thing is like the croissant witches. those are those are real nice. Yeah, that that was the nostalgia one for me because that's where I used to go with my mom before school. She would drive to our school where she worked, and we would get those. So, and that was the same for me. It was like across <laughs> the street from the school I went to. So when I whenever yeah. I had like an appointment or something, my mom would pick me up or drop me off late, and we'd swing by 
Burger King is awesome. Those little round hash browns from Burger King makes mm-hmm. me feel like a kid for real. It's weird. <laughs> As I'm not trying to just be part of this great conversation, but it was the same for me. <laughs> the, there's there's one on Hudson and Ridge Road right there. And we used to do that because it was on the way to the high school or the middle school. And uh, it was, we'd stop there, same thing, sit at one of the high tops, but I got the French toast sticks. I've already mentioned that. But yeah, Burger <laughs> well, King, I didn't. One final Burger King tangent that, again, boy, I've said, if I had a nickel every time I said that, um, <laughs> do you remember when Burger King, you could do two burgers, two small fries for two bucks? Was that just a Western New York thing? The one by my school had that and like, what an insanely great deal. Yeah. I definitely yes. remember it. Yes and yes. I remember it because I used to take the burger and make it into a double burger um and then make the fries into one big fry which doesn't make as much sense but i did the double burger for sure uh i remember that yeah that's you see now randy that's carb conscious you also mentioned you had a period where you just ate hard rolls for breakfast you're you're a fad diet guy well to be fair i used all four buns uh just maybe like a super big mac with a bun in the middle pat uh, so this makes me want to go on another fast food tangent, but in, in thinking about like great deals from the past, did you guys ever do or remember when McDonald's had like the 29 cent hamburger, 39 cent cheeseburgers? That was insane. That is so cheap. It was crazy. I remember just like me and a buddy would walk to a McDonald's near our school after like middle school and we would just buy like five hamburgers each and it cost like a buck. It was crazy. <laughs> 1950 style prices that's crazy all right perhaps we've perhaps we've gotten a little too far off base with our uh, we should just call this place this podcast fast food tangent guys there's one last thing you'll never believe this but on my way to school we wouldn't go to burger king because i don't think there was one near it actually (laughs) unfortunately i i feel like i i when we went out we would go to mcdonald's or arby's those were like our two fast food spots this is weird because Rob's from Buffalo and this is, this is Rochester based podcast as noted, but I also grew in Buffalo and I'm like, Rob, if, if you kept going on Maine past your high school, there was a Burger King by Grover Cleveland golf course. That's true. Yeah. Right we did go down the street from each other to, to do different, two different high schools on the same street. So um, weird. Yeah. More of an Arby's guy, but you know, moving on, I guess, you know, we, uh, I feel like I've heard Burger King is back. Maybe I'll, I'll go in. I don't think I've ever even had a Whopper. What? I, I haven't either. I'm more of just a hamburger guy. Wait, what? You guys have never had a Whopper? That is insane to me. Save it, <laughs> save it for the fast food blind spot episode. All right, I'm in. Where well, I don't we have a Whopper and Wendy's chili? Don't never we have a Whopper a- uh, play in bracket during this breakfast sandwich one or no? We do. Yeah, <laughs> breakfast room for one lunch item. <laughs> I love, we, we clearly didn't consult Pat on any of the fast food places in the bracket because he named i think four different ones and not <laughs> one of them we went to <laughs> wendy's dunkin donuts 7-eleven and burger king but i think okay. i think mcdonald's would crush any of those anyway so yeah. we're, we're fine yeah yeah I'm, 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 yeah i've always been a, a big burger king over mcdonald's guy <laughs> oh, for breakfast <laughs> just for breakfast same <laughs> well we we gave it a shot and uh we're, we're moving on to two new places so uh let's Let's go around and, and just describe what we ordered from each of our two uh, competing restaurants today. Pat, you're a guest. Would you like to tell us about your Flower City order? Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that my, my go-to uh, breakfast sandwich is croissant uh, with uh, you know some sort of meat and egg and cheese. That's exactly what I got from Flower City was a croissant. I got bacon. So croissant, bacon, egg and cheese. Um, yeah, it was you know, solid. What, what do you think about it? Like, what are your, your thoughts about the elements of it? Um, it was, so the biggest gripe I had was with the bacon, the, the bacon I had. And again, I have to give it a little bit of a leeway because there were some issues with transportation and, and the fact, you know, with that breakfast sandwich coming in being a little, um, you know, a little colder. And, and, and so just like some of the materials I think didn't uh, transport as well, but the bacon also seemed undercooked a little bit like it was a little flimsy i like my bacon a little on the crispy side um and so that was uh you know that was not great um the cheese that they that they went with there like it was i think it was a big um it was like hit or miss 
um, taking some risks with the cheese and the cheese tasted good, but it was, so it was like this like shredded um, sprinkled, like kind of Parmigiano Reggiano or Parmesan or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And so it didn't really melt well on the sandwich, which was fine. It had a good flavor, but just, it was just a little, it was a little weird. And so I just, I don't know, you know, in thinking about it, I don't think it worked as well as it, as like a melty cheese would have but it did add some like interesting flavor that you don't typically get in like your standard breakfast sandwich, which, which was appreciated. Uh, the last thing was the egg was, um, there was a couple bites that were nice and runny, which I liked. The, I like a little runniness to it. Um, again, just adds a little kind of different texture, a little liquid. And was, so that was just kind of nice. That's something you don't typically get with um, a lot of other breakfast sandwiches because you might get like the kind of like pre-made egg patty or something. I might jump in and because I had the same order that you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, I would agree, but I said that I did like, you know, the cheese was not melted at all. It was just kind of in these little kind of tiny strings, but I did write that it gave it a good balance because it was kind of a sharper cheese. So it did kind of like round out the flavors. I wrote bacon looked normal, but was really good. I'm not really sure what that even means, but it, it was, <laughs> it was, Um, there was, there was some sort of flavor in the whole sandwich that I couldn't put my finger on almost like cinnamon, but it wasn't cinnamon. I I don't know what it was, but I did say that the the croissant was like incredible, like great depth of flavor, great, like caramely notes and just really flaky. And it was awesome. It was one of the best croissants I've ever had. I think I will Uh, say the, the knock, I guess one other kind of knock on that sandwich was, and again, this was, I think, because it was a real, like real fresh croissant. And when you get these typical croissants, they are a little on the smaller side. And so just overall the sandwich, like when you're thinking of, you know, versus like some of these kind of fast food sandwiches or whatever that are, that are kind of like a normal burgery sized, uh, this one was on the smaller side. And, and, and I still think that was fine. Like it, it didn't really necessarily take away from it. And the sandwich itself was very tasty. So. Yeah, I would agree. It was, it was a lighter, it was a much lighter sandwich than than its competitor, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, Randy, you you were a croissant too, right? No, I went with the biscuit. Ooh, so you and Andy both got biscuits, correct? Yes. So, uh, Randy, tell us about your biscuit order. Um, so yeah, I you know we went in and they had a few options, and this is where we kind of had that discussion. What you know, we all get to choose what bread we want. So they had the bagels, they had croissants, they had biscuits. Uh, I saw on a website they had like a Danish, like an open sandwich Danish you could have gotten, but they didn't have it listed there, and that was pre-pandemic. Um, so I decided to go with the biscuit because you guys went croissant. I said let's kind of mix it up a little bit. Uh, but same exact thing with the cheese. It was shredded cheese. I wasn't sure what type. It almost tasted like two different types of cheese. Like there was a shredded maybe cheddar or shredded white cheese for sure. And I thought maybe there was like a blue cheese or something that was a little sour in a good way, not a bad way at all. Um, but it felt like there was something crumbly on it. Uh, the eggs were definitely fresh for sure. And I agree with Pat. So when Rob and I went in and ordered and they give you a buzzer and then when it buzzes, you go to the window and it's just sitting there. So that's definitely very safe pandemic wise. They say they wiped down the buzzers, but it also caused my sandwich, even though I ate it then right, right away to be a little bit colder. Uh, the biscuit I thought was really good. It was definitely crumbly. I know I was opened it up and tried to take it out while Andy was sitting there and I wasn't sure how I was going to do it, it started falling apart right away, the bottom of it. Um, but honestly, once I started eating it, it was really good. There was like a crispy top to the biscuit, um, tasted a little sugary. I'm not sure, but it, it, it ended up being really good. Uh, it, it's going to be tough. I also had runny eggs, which I love Pat, but it weren't too runny. It was like a perfect amount. It's definitely going to be tough with the cheese. I can't tell if I like the cheese or I didn't like the cheese. Uh, Andy, what did you think? Well, I, I, the one thing I'm noticing is I think this place is very consistent because I tend to agree with most of the opinions. I also had the biscuit. I described it as like consistency, like cornbread, Randy. Do you kind of know what I mean? Like that's like yes. that crumbly. It'd be hard to make a sandwich on two thin slices of cornbread. Mm-hmm. But it, ta- but it tasted awesome. It tasted really good. I agree with that. Um, I thought this, I got sausage. I, I sort of lamented that I, I think I've used that word twice. It must be in my head for some reason. I was kind of questioning my choice of using 
uh, or picking sausage the last couple episodes because they were unimpressive. But I think that's because it was fast food places. The sausage at this place was great and it was the best that I've had so far. Um, it was salty and delicious, but it wasn't, it tasted like, you know, not as processed. It wasn't just like some patty from a pack of 50. Uh, the, the egg was great. It had a runny yolk. Mine was messy, but I didn't really care uh, because it tasted good. The cheese was cold. So what do you guys, do you think that they, because all of us got cold cheese, do you think that's their thing? Or because like, I love a good melted cheese bite. My favorite bite of the opening round was that chunk of cheese that fell off the five cheese bagel. It was like <laughs> melted and solidified. I like that. Well, do you think they do it on purpose? I do. Um, I think so too. American cheese, you know, the, the slice, the craft singles, that's like a cheese product that's designed to melt. You know, you mm -hmm. put that on a burger, it's supposed to melt. That's what it does. When you use real cheese, it doesn't melt as well. But I also think melted cheese can kind of be overrated. And I kind of like that this wasn't melted actually, which is kind of maybe a lukewarm take. I'm not sure if that's- It's a hot take. Maybe melted it, cheese is overrated for sure. I, I like, I, I'm not saying I don't like melted cheese, but I also like unmelted cheese a lot yeah. as well. Yeah, I think it becomes almost like a, in, at least in this specific case, it's like a flavor versus texture thing. Like, like, yeah. did you like the flavor of kind of that Parmesan, you know, or whatever kind of cheese was on it? Or do you like, did you prefer kind of the texture of like the melted cheese on the, on the breakfast sandwich? Yeah. Um, so the, the I, I had a discussion with Pat. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but it's been on like food shows before. There's a place in Oneonta, New York, where they cook pizzas and then at before they serve it to you, they put on cold cheese on top. And so you eat this pizza and it's like a delicious slice of pizza, but it has cold cheese on top. And I'm like, I, I've always wanted to try it because it sounds interesting. I love cheese, but I'm like, what a weird, like, it's just a weird, like regional food. And they've been, they've been doing it forever. It's like a place people go after the bars and stuff. I've never heard of that, but that sounds awesome. Yeah. Look it up. It's an Oneonta. Uh, that's homework for all the, uh, the plate pals out there. <laughs> yeah it, pat i think you're right though i think it's the flavor versus the meltiness um like it's almost like a seasoning you know it's not like yeah. it almost serves a different role um in the sandwich that other cheeses don't serve you know yeah i mean i love parmesan it's probably my favorite kind of cheese but i did feel like it kind of just felt out of place if it was run under the broiler i think would have liked it more and i'm guessing it probably sapped some of the heat from these sandwiches which kind of hurt the overall performance like Randy was alluding to <clears throat> because our plan was to get balsam, bring it to the public market. So Randy bought those and they were already like 20 minutes old by the time we got our food and stuff. Then we took them to a park and then we ate there and the flower city stuff just didn't travel quite as well. And maybe it's partially because the cold cheese, partially because of their wrapping style or whatever and then but balsam like mine was still warm when I ate it because it was all bundled together and covered in foil so it was just an interesting way to eat these two sandwiches um I thought the the elements of the flower city sandwich were great they tasted good they were prepared well I think I think if I ate it right away I probably would have come away more impressed, but it was still good. And I think for me, the roll is maybe the most important and that biscuit did taste awesome. Yeah, just to quickly, um, I don't think we described what they came in because it was a little different. They came in, Rob, you might be able to describe this better. I don't know what you'd call those containers. Little brown, the, the, they're like the- <laughs> Well, I was wrong. I'll try to describe it. <laughs> they were No, they were brown and they had like a wax lining and they folded on the top. Weren't they brown? Yeah, I would describe them they as were. like like a high-end to-go container for like a side dish or a dessert. Like mm -hmm. when you go to like a nicer restaurant, yeah. this is the type of thing you'd get like a mac and cheese in or like a slice of cheesecake in. Yeah, um, it is it didn't have a lot I took of, a picture. It didn't have a lot of insulation. No, it didn't really, it didn't, yeah, it definitely didn't contain the heat well. I, so. I think they're meant to be eaten right at the market, right? Yeah. Sit down. Kind of like little, it's like if you took like a Chinese food container, made it brown and smushed it so that it wasn't as tall. He's back. It was a good discussion. Yes. I, yeah, knew he, I knew he had it in him. We just had to give him some time. <laughs> that, was, that was close. Um, <laughs> any, anything more to add about uh, Flower City, guys? 
being at the public market was awesome. I haven't been nice. there in a long time. It was sunny, even though it was cold. It was still just fun to to be at a place with a bunch of people. And and the parking wasn't, you know, for it being such a beautiful morning, the parking wasn't really that bad. There was a lot of parking. I parked way far away unnecessarily <laughs> um, and then had to hoof it there. But yeah, the market's the best. I Were you, know, that's were you anticipating bad parking? So you parked far away thinking like, ah, this is a good idea. Yeah, I'm like, hey, man, it's interesting that I'm the only one in this far away parking lot, but, uh, you know, I'm just going to go for it. I, I don't know what I was thinking, but it was unnecessary. But the public market is awesome. Great place. Yeah, I don't know if we want to mention, too, the average price point around these in case our listeners are curious. So this I think these were about $6.50 to $7 per sandwich, right, Rob? Yep. Okay. Yeah, Plus, that's bucks. good for me to know. I still owe Rob money, I think. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> That was actually a passive aggressive uh, comment <laughs> trying to get you guys to pay the shakedown, yeah. the, the polite shakedown. Randy was um, making the money symbol and pointing at me <laughs> and Pat specifically. Yep. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's move on to balsam bagels another uh, Rochester, you know, standout. Um, Pat, what do you get at balsam? Yeah. So um, this one, I think, so the thing with balsam is, first of all their bagels are top notch i mean if if they're not the best bagels in rochester they're top three for sure and so that that's the thing i think that you have to kind of preface this with these breakfast sandwiches is there's a lot of customization available because you, you know the core of your sandwich is whatever bagel you pick and so for me i picked uh french toast the french toast bagel which kind of turned the breakfast sandwich into almost like a quasi mcriddle which uh, I love, I love McGriddles are super good. So, um, so I got the French toast bagel and then I got uh, bacon again, bacon, egg and cheese. Uh, I requested American cheese for the melty factor. Um, and this was uh, so good. Like I said, their, their bagels are so good. And so this French toast, uh, the French toast bagel had like the little pockets of syrup and the little pockets were still nice and warm. Uh, I thought they did a better job transportation wise, just because they like wrapped the entire thing in like tin foil. So it was a little up bit on, it was a little warmer than the other one when we got it. Um, and yeah, I mean, this thing was, was real good. The bacon was cooked real nicely. If they kind of, I feel like they kind of like broke it up a little bit when they put the bacon on. So it wasn't all like falling out of the sides. Like it kind of was centered more, which I liked. Um, and again, just like, uh, you know, the egg was still tasted fresh, even though it wasn't quite like as runny as the other one. I, it, it was obviously not cooked fresh, like right there, but it still had that fresh taste. So, and I know we talked about this kind of before we recorded while we were eating them that it seemed like maybe they even like made them in that earlier in the morning or the night before and like froze them just for a little bit to like then reheat in the morning to like rip these sandwiches off pretty quick. Um, but again, still very, the egg was very much better tasting than you would get at like a fast food joint. Right. Yeah, I would totally agree. Uh, Randy, what do you end up getting uh, for your balsam order? So I did very similar to Pat French toast bagel with egg and cheese. So I've gone to balsam maybe 50 times in my life. And I usually would go French toast bagel toasted with butter. Um, I've never done a breakfast sandwich with it. And exactly like Pat said, I had the McGriddle and McDonald's last time. I was like, whoa, this might be just as good. Um, and uh, so I ordered American cheese for all of us um, based on Pat's recommendation. And I agree with what Pat said, the eggs, they were scrambled. Uh, I think they do them ahead of time, but I'm not positive. And then they microwave them and put them on. Um, and I have never really been a huge fan of the breakfast sandwiches, but this was really, really good. Uh, I think the French toast bagel was like, again, I like a perfect, like heat to toasted ratio. And just like Pat said with the pockets, of syrup and just, I don't know, it was awesome. Like I'm thinking about it now and it was so, so good. Uh, and it definitely traveled a lot better. Um, but I had them all together in the bag and they kept the heat in. So Overall, I thought it was, it was delicious. Um, yeah. Uh, Andy, what do you think? I got the same as those guys, but sausage French toast bagel is my favorite thing that they have there. That, that I get that with like a, a some sort of sweeter cream cheese. Usually it's almost like a dessert kind of breakfast. It's like eating a donut. And, uh, that thing was amazing. And it, I, I didn't know that you, there was anyone who I thought the French toast bagel in my head just had like cinnamon sugar, like mixed in or something, but it really did have like the pockets of the syrup. And when 
they'd been sitting there for so long, they were really warm and delicious. And I wrote the same thing. It's like a McGriddle. It was excellent. Um, the cheese and the eggs were, were fine. They were standard, you know, placeholders. I like the scrambled egg as we've been, we've been through, especially for those pre prefab patties. Um, I got the American cheese was what I wanted good and melty because it'd been sitting there together for, for a while in the heat. And I thought all of it came together to make an awesome sandwich there. I wonder because we ate these at the park and it was actually that same beautiful morning, but we were way in the shade and it was cold and windy. I wonder how much of that is factoring into decision-making for everybody. Now you don't need to answer, but I'm just like curious to see what the results are because there was, there was a big advantage to the burgers being warm and delicious. It was like rewarding in that cold weather. But the other sandwich was also delicious. And I thought the individual elements were better, higher end. So that's why I had such a tough time with my decision because those, like the biscuit was so good. The egg was the perfect type of egg you want for this type of sandwich at Flower City. And at Balsam, it was like this warm, it all came together nicely. The whole thing was toasty and delicious. And I don't know, it was, it's a tough call. Now I'm already second guessing what I had written down to say today. So I don't know. Great. They were both awesome. I would say that. Um, and it's funny because last week we were kind of disappointed in some of the chain stuff, different parts of the chain experience. And these were both, you know, a little more handcrafted locally. So they were good. I, um, I was thinking the same thing, Andy, about, you know, is the, is the hot, breakfast sandwich gonna automatically be better but i will say um i ate mine almost immediately from flower city because i didn't want it to get any colder and it was still kind of cold that cold cheese man it's like a heat back yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, so, my, i was gonna add this my wife did get the bagel at um the flower city and the bagel what i had a bite of hers because i wanted to try the bacon which was you know good and uh, but the bagel was super crispy, like it had been under a heat lamp for a long time or something. And I didn't love it when I first bit it. But my wife was like, she's like, I would get it again with the bagel, even though it had that weird crunch. She's like, because it tasted so good. And there was something about it. it. It's not it was nowhere near the traditional bagel consistency you'd want in a sandwich. It didn't have like a toasty edge. It was just like crunchy it was it was bizarre but she's like it was so it tasted awesome so just another perspective on the baked goods there that were very good yeah i think uh i've got to say though i I almost burned my tongue on the melted cheese from balsam it was just over melted too melty it's a bad joke about i I was gonna say is that a real thing i was like those things were an hour old (laughs) no i didn't burn myself it was melty. I would agree with, with all of you guys. I did my normal bacon, egg, and cheese. I wanted a maple bacon bagel, but I misread the menu, not realizing that was a cream cheese flavor. So I instead went with a very similar olive rosemary, which was not that good uh, with the sandwich. Uh, <laughs> This is why we should have kept it standard. Rob sabotaged another business. It it was a strong flavor. I love balsam bagels. I I really can't add anything. I have to say eating the scrambled egg in this sandwich made me think about how fake the McDonald's scrambled eggs are and how they're like definitely like powdered eggs out of a box. Um, And these were, you know, definitely real eggs. I would agree. The proportions were perfect. Everything was perfectly centered. It was a nice... This is the kind of sandwich I could see like picking up a whole bunch and then like getting on a bus to go watch the bills play. Like this is a great, like pre bills breakfast sandwich that was just hearty and it will fill you up. They're very different kinds of sand- sandwiches. Flower City's this high end. You could probably eat like three of them, at least the one I had, because it is the croissants are not really that big. Like Pat said, whereas the balsam is like a one and done more of like a, just a solid big sandwich. It's funny you say that about the eggs because it's so true. Like Randy, I think, described those eggs like there was just a big stack of them, but they did feel like they weren't 
super fake or terrible. Like it, it seemed like they were made, I don't know if they're made on premises or if they're just a higher quality pre-made one, but the consistency of the eggs, like the McDonald's one, it's just like that thin sheet, it's super bubbly and chewy and like, it's kind of slimy when you bite into it. And it, it is very different for being some form of pre-made eggs. I can't believe we're getting this in depth in this stuff, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, I do think they probably make it in-house. I also feel like the bacon was almost like a disc of bacon. It wasn't a disc, but it was like maybe like smushed to be in a circular shape. Like it, it wasn't like Canadian bacon. It was like strips, but it did fit. It fit the bagel pretty well. I thought they definitely make those. That's what Chris said. He got at Brugger's last time. Yep. Yeah, Pat, I, I did notice that you said you love McGriddles. Is that a point of contention in the, in the Singer household growing up? You know, it's so the McGriddle was such a new sandwich. It like it, it actually has never really come up for us until now. But I cannot believe he doesn't like that. This is I, he straight up said he basically got, hated it. It was yeah, weird, and that yeah, blows my mind. I but he said we I couldn't hate believe anyone. He said I hate the McGriddle, and I hate anyone who likes the McGriddle. Also, <laughs> yeah, that's strong. Just, the guy's full of it. He's blowing <laughs> hot air. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Doesn't know what he's talking about. So before we weigh in and give us our, our, our best and worst ranking for these, anything to add about either sandwich guys? Uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head, Rob, around your, your melty burned your mouth joke. It is still just blowing <laughs> my mind. Um, I didn't burn my mouth. I know, but that's what I don't understand when i was saying that i was saying that melted cheese is overrated it was a callback to that other fairly bad joke it's just not good let's hey, let's move into the uh <laughs> one thing i do want to add about the breakfast sandwiches that wait we have not seen yet wait a second i i was getting a pen was there a joke i missed no maybe rob could try and deliver it again so i i opened up the bagel sandwich <laughs> The scalding <laughs> cheese melted half my face off. I had to go to the hospital. Whoa. Oh man! Yeah, that is funny. Bad. Now I, I get strong. The local Rochester hospital. Um, one thing I do want to add that's just more of a serious thing: the bacon. None of the places we've gone, I like of like a very thick, memorable bacon, and and none of these bacon's have been memorable at all. And I feel bad that I'm saying that about an animal that gave its life for this sandwich, but I like a thick cured piece of bacon. And I'm hoping that we see some bacon like that at some point in this competition. Rob, I would totally agree. Just, I mean, I haven't had nearly as many breakfast sandwiches as you've had the past like two weeks, but within these two, I mean, the, the, the bacon from flower city to me was very disappointing. I mean, it still tasted good, but you could tell cooked, cooking wise i don't think it was cooked well um and the and same i mean the the bacon for balsam was was cooked better i thought and was still you know it's bacon so it's always going to taste pretty good yeah um but just still yeah underwhelming like uh I, bacon can be can be the thing that just like takes a sandwich over the top for sure and and just it, it wasn't the case with these two and that's a little you know a little disappointing yeah so pat do you have a clear favorite uh, flower city over balsam or i balsam do over i do flower a, city i do have a clear favorite so i think and and this is i'm gonna first kind of maybe just walk through my thought process between the two of these so for flower city for it being kind of like a, a like we've said a more higher end artisanal kind of thing i feel like when you're having these kind of these breakfast sandwiches that just have kind of very simple ingredients you have to like kind of knock it out of the park with everything you're doing the the croissant has to be you know, out of this world, which, which, you know, for Flower City, I thought it was, it, it was a very good croissant, even though it was a little small. The cheese has to be amazing, you know, and, and I don't think it, that was the case for the cheese, that the egg was very good, but still a little cold. Um, so, so again, like there, there were those factors where just, if you're going to be artisanal like that, it has to all be, it all has to come together beautifully and be amazing. And it, it wasn't the case. Whereas I've, I look at balsam, you know, there's so many different customizable flavor options that you can do with balsam based on like what bagels you're getting their bagels are fantastic they're so good olive and, rosemary for example yeah olive rosemary yep. classic flavor uh i've had i've had breakfast sandwiches with uh it's like a jalapeno salsa one before those are very good a little on the spicier side but really really tasty um but so things like that like you can completely change up the flavor profile of your breakfast sandwich which is awesome um again the the 
there's different kind of cheeses that you can get. I know Randy kind of played conservative and went with American, but I'm pretty sure you can get like provolone Swiss and, and some other uh, cheeses there too, if you want. Um, and again, they have pretty solid eggs and things like that. I, I, my go-to would be balsam for sure, just because they, they're a little more consistent, a little hardier. I think the price point is a little better for, for what you're getting. So kind of in thinking about all that stuff, balsam takes it for me. Yeah. Randy, um, what was the, the price of these sandwiches? Do you remember? Yeah, it was about four fifty to $5 a sandwich, somewhere between four and five bucks. Okay. So a little bit cheaper. A little upcharge for that olive rosemary bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Extra melty cheese. It was just crammed full of rosemary and olives. It was just a big cross-section slice of an olive. Oh, so good. <laughs> yes. Rosemary. <laughs> Low carb. It's just a giant olive. Um, Andy, what were, what was your, uh, what, what did you come up with for your top? Pack? Well, as, as I mentioned earlier, sort of my big dilemma was the classic is, are the individual pieces greater than the sum of the parts that, that was it for me, the individual pieces of the flower city sandwich were better. I guess maybe Pat put it well that they didn't quite come together the way the balsam sandwich did. I hope that balsam sandwich seemed like it was, it was meant to be, it had that sweet taste to it. It, it was just a welcome bite compared to the flower city bite, which I appreciated on many levels, but I thought the balsam one was a better experience. And I, I swung towards flower city for a little while when I was thinking about it yesterday, because the, the, the things tasted so good individually, but I think overall, I, I have to just say which one would I want more of, which one would I go back to faster, and it would be balsam because it it was just a better a better experience together overall. So I would root for for balsam, and I, I'd love to try a Flower City on a croissant right out of the right out of the kitchen. But uh, for my experience, this is what we what we had, and I, I wanted to penalize. The, the chilliness of the sandwich from Flower City, but Balsam had been in the car for a half hour longer and it just weathered the storm better. So okay. those are my rankings, Balsam over Flower City. Thanks, Andy. And uh, Randy, what are your uh, rankings? Balsam one, Flower City two. Oh, okay. So it's a, we don't even need Rob's. Looks like Balsam moves on to the next and that bit that big groan from rob makes it sound like maybe he went the other way i i was i'll just say i was very close but i kind of agreed with all of you guys i would have actually if it was a tie i would have defaulted to um rob and pat on the croissant because i didn't get it and it sounds like it might have been better than the biscuit which was still good yeah, it just it crumbled like it it could have been a better biscuit, I think. Randy, I think were you like me? Just like we got burned on that Tim Hortons biscuit. And I was yeah. like, I need <laughs> to was, try a good one. That was exactly it. And yeah. I saw the bagels in the case and they looked they looked big, but they looked like they had been there for a little bit. A little crunchy. Um, yeah, definitely a little crunchy, which not a you know, not a knock on them, but I think they have so many different things that you can eat it on where balsam they stick with the bagels. And you guys are both right, as the sum of its parts. If I had them both sitting in front of me, that balsam was just good all around. So Rob. Go ahead. I, it was more of a sigh of relief because <laughs> I have been going back and forth in my head for the past two days. I, I cannot, I, I really did kind of think flower city, all the elements were better at flower city. That croissant was incredible. I thought it just had a really great, like I said, like almost like a caramelized caramely flavor. Um, and I do like that cheese. I like that cheese combo a lot. That was I probably would have gone flower city over balsam, but it also had a lot to do with the terrible bagel choice. I made olive <laughs> rosemary was just too much that that rosemary was just like dominating the sandwich. And it was just making me really wish I had done what everyone else did and got the French toast bagel. Well, that, that's what I was going to ask you. Like if I, I sort of thought maybe you were leaning the other way, I was going to say, if you switched bagels, do you think it would made a huge difference? And it sounds like you think yes. I think maybe I tried to put myself in the mindset, like what if balsam bagels was at the market? 
and I went to the market to go grocery shopping, which place would I go to? Or who, you know, if I had a friend from out of town, perhaps maybe Max came to town again and we're like, Hey, let's check out uh, the market, man. Um, you know, where would, where would you take that, that visitor to the, be the definitive breakfast sandwich? I probably would go flower city. It just seems like more of a, a just of an experience. It's a really cool shop on the inside, but like I said, I also picked a pretty bad bagel choice. So I'm glad that you guys made the choice uh, for the group, really. Well, the good news is, Rob, you will get to experience Balsam again. You can try what we tried with the with the uh, French toast because they are they will be moving on, and they will be taking on the winner of Brugger's, which played its way into the the main competition. Uh, Brugger's versus the Village Bakery, and that's that's coming up. We're not sure scheduling wise what exactly is always going to be coming next, but uh, these are all on the same side of the bracket. So on this side of the bracket, Balsam Bagels advances to the semifinals, and they will play against Village Bakery or Brugger's. And on the other side of the bracket, we've got to do our play-in match, and that's what we're we're trying to schedule for our next episode. Is the we wanted them in because they had support and they just didn't have a spot in the bracket. And that's Dell's Market, Bodega, and Bagels, etc. Winner of that will play Soho's. And the other matchup in that bracket is Wegmans versus McCann's. A lot of interesting matchups. It was it, it felt a little tedious with the three fast food places last time. And this yeah. was a much more fun experience because these two places were a little bit more eclectic. They're very popular local places. Both of their breakfast sandwiches get a lot of love and balsam legit play, like votes voted into our, our plans because it got a lot of support from our friends who responded. You know, I, I will say because flower city was such a spur of the moment one because of Scott's two not being there. I will be going back to flower city because I want to try, and I don't even know what their special like is there really. Like I know French toast bagels, one of the, the main attractions at balsam. So I want to go do a little research and go back and try it. Um, Cause it was good. Like, I, you know, they're losing, but they're not, I don't, I, think I wanted to go. Yes, I wanted to go yesterday, Randy. I wanted that sausage on the croissant <laughs> yeah. like warm yesterday. I was like, I feel like it's unfair. But yeah, the same, like, that's what convinced me. I was like, but the same thing happened to Balsam. We had to wait yep. just as long or longer. So yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'll go I back think... with you. All right. Sounds good. There, it also makes just... me, sorry, go, go ahead, ahead, Rob. No, no, you go, bud. All right. I, I was going to say, I, I also really want to try Scott's too. I remember like in, in seeing that when we were oh, Pat, talking about doing Pat, this, I have bad news. <laughs> They're not open. Oh, no, but, but you can, apparently they sell them in the inside of that building somewhere. I mean, you can get them at a kiosk. Is that like Scott's a, three now? Gangster movie. You're like, yeah, I'll take um, one pancake special, and then you like wiggle your ear or something, and, and then like, they bring they out slide the you a Scott's two breakfast sandwich. Rob, when you when you talked about it, Rob, you said you know, and we were like, ah, whatever, and I, and I'm like, well, no, actually, I think we really did discuss like. Maybe we do three breakfast sandwiches today. Like if we can find yeah. Scott's two in the, cause we had already bought the other ones or were in line for it. And I totally would have gone looking for it. And I'm sure we would have never found where it was anyways. We, From, we like, might have been able I to on the internet and stuff too, for Scott's two, like those sandwiches look, they look big. Like they, they look real hearty too. So it makes yeah. me curious as to like how, yeah, how they would have held up if they would have been able to compete. Well, they're on those grilled hard rolls. Is it like the Paolo's or is that the Buffalo? I forget which. It was like yeah. one of those classic Italian, really good hard rolls. But I will say that, and I might, I might be wrong, but I feel like Scott's and there's like that whatever Cherry's European was a, the, the restaurant right next to it. And then there's Zimmerman's. They all made a very similar style breakfast sandwich, you know, with a lot of the same parts and pieces. And Zimmerman's was there. We didn't we didn't go there, but I think that if you're looking for that Scott's two style, Zimmerman's is probably the way to go. And you'll you'll get that type. And and I think one thing too, one last closing note on these, they're just different style sandwiches. If you get a if you go to Flower City and you want something light, that croissant sandwich is a perfect light little breakfast. But if you're looking to like fill up and have something hearty, the balsam bagel breakfast sandwich was was solid. The balsam the balsam breakfast sandwich is like 
a an excellent version of a bagel breakfast sandwich. It's you know everyone's had those before. I, I've never really had anything like the Flower City one, but I I do wish we had been able to do a little research like what Randy said because it was spur of the moment. Yeah, and they they were both really good. I think there was nothing really negative about them. And I know Rob said. Though. Rob said hearty, but we were sitting at the picnic table. We had just eaten uh, the Flower City one, and then we had eaten balsam, and both of us looked at each other, and we're like, should we go somewhere else to get another breakfast sandwich because we were both still hungry? <laughs> even even my wife was like, yes, I could eat more too. <laughs> and like she was been giving me the business about like eating all these breakfast sandwiches, you know, but she was like, hey, it, she was because last week I think we had three, you know, that that was a little bit more. Yeah. But, you know, mm -hmm. she had one and a bite of mine and a bite of our kids stuff. And it's like, yeah, I could. They're so delicious. <laughs> Breakfast sandwiches are an incredible food. And mm -hmm. I'm so glad that we're doing this. It's it's awesome. Well, uh, Pat, uh, do you have any peeves and or plugs to share with our audience? Um, let's see. I don't have any peeves. I guess uh, the only plug I'm going to have is to to plug another podcast too, Castbringers. Listeners, check it out if you're into uh, ner nerdy, uh, nerdy pop culture stuff. Give it a give it a listen. Castbringers. Just doing <laughs> a little cross promotion here, guys. I'm I'm on Castbringers. Uh, Chris, Chris also plugged it for his plug last week. <laughs> Seems a little pushy, guys. Come on. <laughs> Pretty sure the five listeners who aren't already in our very close group of friends already know about Castbringers, probably somehow. But in case they don't. <laughs> now they really do maybe max likes like high fantasy stuff <laughs> might get in on it yeah we'll see. Uh, randy any any peeves any plugs i do have a peeve um i was listening to our episode from last week and I remember I was telling a story about Brugers and I don't know if you guys ever run into this, but you're telling a story. You think there's probably a funny ending. You, you think it's going to be funny and you're telling it. And then somebody interrupts and gives you the ending wait, wait, wait. Of, of the story. <laughs> we were in the car and uh, Laurel and I were listening to the episode and uh, we're I'm telling the story. And all of a sudden Rob cuts in with the punchline. Laurel just shakes her head and she's like, Rob, and that was it. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my peeve, I guess. Uh, is plugs. Eve is Rob. Uh, plugs would also be uh, be friends with Rob. He's a good guy, though. I don't want to knock him down too far, but he's a he's a good guy, and uh, I think you know he's uh, he's good at describing containers. Sometimes, when pressed, when pressed, yes. So is this a new Randy, you finished? Can I jump <laughs> in now? Yeah. How polite Thanks is Rob? Asking. Wow. Thanks for asking. Peeves and plugs and pests. You just say people who bug you. <laughs> Andy, yes, I'm done. Mine would peeves? be Rob, Rob too. No. Uh, oh, man. My, I have two plugs. One, hanging out with people outdoors. The weather was like 60 degrees again. So I had some people in my backyard. It was nice kids were able to run around we barbecued and it was like barely spring you know it was like just warm enough we, we had the tv outside actually and we watched the syracuse basketball game on the back patio they won so that that was just an awesome experience combine that with our our time at the public market in Cobbs hill park it was just nice to be outside this weekend and hope everyone's getting a chance to enjoy that um and then my other plug would be, I think I'm going to start an Etsy shop and just sell stuff with quotes from Rob on it. And the first item is going to be a t-shirt, but it'll probably be available everywhere. It says, I like a thick, memorable bacon. <laughs> or maybe I'll just make a shirt for Rob that says that. I think that's a great quote. It's true. It's and, and, and he's still on a search for it. <laughs> I That bacon has not yet been found. Actually... <laughs> I, okay, I did find bacon like that when we went and played rugby in Baltimore. Insane story that, and you're, they had you're this a breakfast sandwich in Baltimore. It it wasn't even a breakfast sandwich. I just think it was bacon on the side of a plate of eggs. But it was that place that made like Captain Crunch coated. The place I made us wait for forever. 
Yes. The Blue Moon or Starry Moon Cafe. It was on like Diners, Drivers, and Dives. The food was so good there. Yes, they were very good. The most memorable bacon of my life, I think. Really peppery. What was funny about that was <laughs> we, went on a, we went to a rugby tournament in Baltimore and I had been, it was planned at a separate time than my wife and I planned a trip to Baltimore and I ended up being a week apart. So I was in Baltimore two weekends in a row. <laughs> one, <laughs> one with my wife just for like a trip to a baseball game and to, to eat some good food. And we went there and then I recommended it to you guys and we had to wait for a table for like an hour and we were just outside on a street and it just started pouring rain for like an hour and everyone's just so mad at me i'm like it's really good i swear and look at that rob's still talking about it worth <laughs> it randy you were gonna say something no i just said you're a pepper hound <laughs> I remember. Oh, oh. accurate accurate actually, guys i did remember i did actually remember i do have two peeves one peeve is at scott's two for not being open come on like i want to try that breakfast sandwich open up and my other peeve is at my brother Chris for not licking McGriddles again. <laughs> that is offensive. What a dummy! <laughs> yeah, it, it was that was a shocker. He really did have the opposite mm -hmm. rankings of a lot of us. Um, I've got a couple plugs. I, I'll start with the positive and end with the negative. So one plug is the public market in general. If you live in Rochester and you haven't been there yet, you got to get there. It's awesome. Great place to go. Um, I'm also going to plug KB White Farm. Um, if you go into the, the main building, it's like right when you walk in, they sell like homemade candles and soaps and stuff like that. Maybe not candles, definitely soaps. That's the guy I played volleyball with. So uh, he has a pretty cool setup and I probably should have bought some when I was there. I mean, like tons and tons made from all different natural things. That was pretty cool. And uh, I had another, oh, skiessentials.com they in no way promote the show but i bought some skis from there and they make these amazing videos like where they test out all the equipment and it just so happened they also had like the best price when i was looking for these particular skis so i'd already watched tons of videos on this one website they're out of stowe vermont i think so they're they're east coast but uh really great videos really good prices and my peeve is mcgregor's no longer offering Caesar side salads in place of fries because I would go there for burgers and the burgers there are pretty good. I don't really love fries that much. So I'd always go get a burger, swap in a Caesar. They do a really good Caesar there. And now they're like, I, I try to do it and they're like, well, you could just buy like another Caesar for like eight bucks. And I'm like, I'm not going to get a, a burger with fries and then a Caesar salad for eight more dollars. That's just Especially if they're talking to you in that super sarcastic voice. <laughs> so sarcastic. Actually, the server was very nice. <laughs> no complaints to the server, but real big complaints because that, you know, that would never be a burger destination, but it was a burger destination for me because I felt like you could eat something sort of healthy, even though the Caesar salad is probably not really that healthy. Healthier um, than fries. Yeah. In lieu of fries, it was always a great combo and now they don't offer it. So thanks McGregor's not i thought is mcgregor which mcgregor is still open i had heard they all closed Penfield's uh, probably still open the one is on it? empire is open okay yeah. so only oh. the grease one closed then i guess yeah so well that's all i've got guys anything anything more for our listeners no i'm looking forward to next week we've got um one one place that was pumped up by randy's co-workers that's dell's market and where is that, Randy? Out in Greece? Yep, right off and, of uh, Long Pond. And then uh, recent guest <clears throat> from the chicken episode, Johnny, he has entered Bagels Etc., which is he and Randy's like growing up place. Is that right? Yes. And the last place is Bodega, which is a little uh, Bodega convenience shop, uh, specialty shop right on Park Ave near Parkley across the street. And that place is getting a lot of buzz lately. And more and more people are telling us how good it is. I have been, I enjoyed it. Uh, looking forward to having it again. And like that place was excellent. My wife was like, oh, I'm definitely going to get one from there again. Cause she loved it when we went. So two new places and uh, one, one place that I know is excellent. So 
it'll be fun. And we did have uh, a shout out to that place when we were at the public market and saw our friend from college. He's like, oh, you guys got to try Bodega. So that's, it's been, yeah, highly praised all over the place. Okay. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. Um, thanks for listening and, and keep eating and talking trash. Trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Rob, Andy, and Randy, and sometimes a guest. Is that a better? Uh, we probably should have promoted our email and Instagram again. Darn it. Oh. Which is at Talking Trash Rock. And yep. Talking Trash Rock at gmail.com. No G. Talking Trash. Talk in. I thought Talk you meant no in. G in Gmail. I was like, at mail. <laughs> at, at, <laughs> I, no, no, no. I that that's what it meant too. Talking trash at, at mail. Oh, rock. Talking trash, R-O-C, all one word. At mail.com. Which is mail. what I At gmail.com. <laughs> we'll leave this, this ending on, but no one will listen this far. They might. They might. Sawyer will if he listens. Does Sawyer listen? I don't know, but he 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 always <laughs> listens through till the end. Oh man. Well that's good. That was a good I'm gonna stop the record now.